Welcome to our Pinimi, this is Saratova Best, um, Parshas Vayishlach. Question is, why does Yotetska Slave come out in the, mid, uh, at, in the second half of the month? Okay, so why is this a question? Every single Yontif that we have is on the full moon. We have Pesach, we have Purim, we have um, Sukkot, we have basically everything comes out on the, the full moon because the moon goes on the Jewish people, the sun goes on Hashem, or also alternately the, not, the nations of the world. So when we are shining fully, that shows us as Yidden shining fully in the world. That only happened one time in history, 15th generation. Essentially, we know what Jewish history has been about. It's been about us supposed to be shining and them not letting us shine, right? We're going to find out in another few weeks who's going to shine the next four years, aren't we? <laughs> right? Right? So it's a tug of war. We're supposed to be the 15th of the month, shining fully. And they're tugging in the other direction. If Asav, if, if, if the moon is the Jewish people and the sun, in this case, goes on the nations, well, they're pulling at the other end of the rope, aren't they? We're saying we want truth to shine, full moon. And they're saying no, right? So it's going on exactly now. So the good news is every time, when do we have a celebration of the fact that we are Yaakov Avinu? When? Full moon. Pesach is a full moon. Sukkah is a full moon. Purim is a full moon. Um, what else? What are the holidays? Or they're always on the full moon. As we said, there was one moment, one generation in history when we were shining fully, and they didn't give us a hard time. How many generations from Avram Avinu? Fifteen generations. Who was that? Shleiman Melech. That was the only time he sat on his throne, and everybody came to him. The Queen of Sheba came. She brought gifts, and he did not have to go anywhere. Everybody recognized this is, there was peace, and this is ruler of the world. One generation, when the Jewish people were elevated to where they should be normally without everybody fighting them on it. Good. Full moon, 15 generations. And then after that, after the full moon, it gets smaller. It starts to less and less of a moon. Right. Jewish history started going downhill. That's it. So we've had all these unions, you know, with Hashem and unions with the nations of the world. We go round and round and round. And in Yemaisa Mashiach, we're going to be like we described that marriage. We, as the Yidden, will be fully shining, but we will be in a total union with Hashem. The reason we're going to be fully shining is because it'll be the, it'll be not the old kind of marriage where you either shine or you're in a union the new Geula kind of marriage in which you shine and you're in a full union. That's going to be the way we are being. That's where, that's where the Rebbe is pushing us over and over. And all the things that he, has, he gives us to do, he wants to push us into this relationship in which like, we are shining and in a union with him, this Geula marriage. Okay, so the point is like this. We said every every holiday comes out on the fifteenth of the of the month or Rosh Hashanah. It's at the beginning of the month. Remember, the first half of the month, the, the moon is still getting bigger. We 
are being more influential. Point is, you never want to have a holiday in the second half of the month when everything's going down here. So, so Rosh Hashanah, everything's going to be opening up. Shavuot, moon is getting bigger, our influence is getting bigger. Every single Yantas is like that. It's either getting bigger or full. Perfect. So taste of what is going to be in Yemais Mashiach. Guess what? So now we have two main holidays that have us completely confused. One is Yotef Kislev. And one is, and the other is Hanukkah. And they're in the second half of the month. Why? Right? Any, any, any thoughts? Right? What is it doing in the second half of the month? Because we're saying, wait a minute, second half of the month things, month means it's very dark and you have to, yeah, we're not going to do that one. You know, it's the time when it's very dark and you have to struggle through to come to the essence of truth. Do me a favor. In other words, you could say right now, by the way, after four years uh, under, you know, uh, a, you know, you've got to be careful what you say on the phone, but after four years under a, pre- under a president who was standing up for many of the values, many of the values that we stand for, it looks like we might we either came to our peak, and now it's all downhill till the next four years start, right? Or, right? You know, it's or whatever. But if if that's the case, that means are we in a phase now where we're just going to have to struggle through four years of darkness and shine a little light like Hanukkah? It's so dark, so you have to shine whatever light you can muster. Is that it? Or even your test kiss late. You know, it's so dark, you have to shine as much light as you can muster. Maybe, but it's not, right? That's the old, 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 old model. Okay, so I, I'm going to read it inside. Okay, so the reason that Rosh Hashanah, that Yudhez Kisle, which is, remember, Rosh Hashanah of Chesedith, and it's Chagag Chagim, um, why it comes not on the full moon, but rather in the second half of the month, is because the Mila of Rosh Hashanah and Matan Taira of Chassidus, of Chagachagim, is that that's the moment when the revelation of the Taira of Mashiach begins. It's like a dot. The deepest parts of Taira, the deepest, intimate, most intimate secrets of Taira on Yutes Kislev begin, that's their Rosh Hashanah. They begin to be revealed. Now remember, when we tell a secret, that means don't tell anybody, right? Right? I'm going to tell you a secret. Don't say to somebody, she told me not to tell, so don't tell her that I told. A secret means you don't tell. Right? That's it. You don't tell. So why is it we're always learning the secrets of Tyra? These are Hashem's very private secrets about who he is, how he feels, what he thinks, what he's planning, what he's doing. It's very strange that we proudly say, yes, I learned the secrets of Tyra. Oh, really? So who gave you permission? I thought secrets are not supposed to be told. So that's a whole other... Obviously, there are many places, many ways to to show that Hashem said, no, no, no. It was kind of like being pregnant. Like, there, you know, don't tell anybody I'm pregnant. Now, when you're nine months pregnant, it doesn't apply anymore. There's a time. There's a time to not tell anybody. And there's a time to tell people, you know, are you pregnant? No, 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 no. I don't, I don't know why you say that. <laughs> That's ridiculous, right? So, 
there's a time when Hashem says, these are secrets, I don't want you to tell. And then at some point he says, now even though they're secrets, now I want you to tell them. This is the, so that's, that's an amazing kind of energy of, wow, something that was this big juicy secret about Hashem and how he feels about everything and how he relates to life and how he creates the world. And now he says, time to tell everybody. That's, there's a lot of power in that moment. And that moment begins Yates Kislev. So it's Rosh Hashanah. And it's Chag Chagim. It's the holiday of all, all holidays. And it's in this dark time when everything is, when all the light is getting decreasing. Second half of the month. Not only that, just a couple more things about, about Yates Kislev. The revelation, it's the beginning of Tarech Hadashimitei which is a, a revelation that's infinitely higher than Matan Tyra. Meaning, as Razal say, the Tyra that we learn now, it's kind of nothing. It's like air. It's like cotton candy compared to the real thing of, of Tyra Hadasha. So, in the vernacular, you ain't seen nothing yet. All the books that fill all the bookstores and billions and billions and billions of things that were learned in Tyra all through history, you ain't seen nothing yet. So rush so Yutes Kislev is the moment of you ain't seen nothing yet. So one of the thing, one of the chidushim of Yemaisa Mashiach is marriage. As it says, um, a mushal of a king who was Makadesh a, a woman and he gave her a lot of presents. He gave her some no, he gave her some presents and then when they were actually going to have the wedding, then he was going to give her a lot of presents. So right now Hashem gave us the engagement. He gave us a few presents and he he's engaged to us, but he didn't give us, all he gave us was a little moon. Right? And he gave us the Mr. Rashkaish. In in the future, in Yemais Mashiach, he's going to marry us and give us the big presents. And at that time he's going to give us everything. So now we have certain concealed powers that the rest of the world fights us on, right? Whatever, they, they, they like it, but they hate it, and they make us crazy. You know, who, who do you think you are? Plus, plus, off your, with your heads, God forbid. Because Hashem gave us enough, it's almost like Hashem gave us enough presence for us to know that we're his special nation, but not enough to convince everybody else. Or not enough, or they're convinced, but not enough to make them happy about it. It's just like he stopped too soon. You know, he stopped too soon. He gave us just enough of a taste that we know it, and they suspect it, but they're not happy. It's, it's torture, right? It's torture. Either tell them fully and convince them, or just leave us alone and let us be like everybody else. But Hashem, you put us in this situation where we know we can never fit in with the rest of them. You know, there's, there's, I probably said many, many years ago before I was from, I was walking with a friend in Ottawa and it had this big chain of health food stores. So we wanted to have organic coffee. So I said, okay, so let's go into Herb and Spice. And um, she, she just wanted one cup. And I said, so we'll grind up, you know, 42 cents worth of organic coffee. You just want one cup. No, we can't do that. Why not? Oh, it's embarrassing. You can't just grind up 42 cents worth. So 
besides it was the 60s, right, or 70s, whatever it was. I think it was the 70s. I'm not that old. It was the 70s. So I said to her, look, I'll tell you the difference. You see, I'm Jewish and you're not Jewish. So for you, you feel like you could fit in. You're not going to go in there. This is before I was from. You're not going to go in there and, and, you know, it doesn't fit to go in and just buy 42 cents worth of coffee. I said, to tell you the truth, I'm never going to fit in no matter what. I might as well just buy 42 cents worth of coffee. I'm always going to be a misfit in this society. So what's the difference? Might as well have the coffee I want, right? You you can actually fit. I will never fit. So it's a totally different thing. So Hashem, you know, either either make us fit 100% or let us just be like them, but putting this in this situation where we know we're different, they know we're different, but they're not convinced enough, and we're in this limbo thing. It's crazy. It's it's not crazy for you, Hashem, but it surely is tough for us. Just and you see in this generation that's what everybody's struggling with. Maybe we should just be like them already. Or maybe we should be different. But it's not but then they give us heart. Who wants to be in limbo? So Hashem says, Wait, 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 don't worry. Because you know so far we're just engaged and I gave you just a little bit of a hint. Soon there's gonna be the wedding and everybody you will have all the gifts. All the spiritual wealth, everybody will come to you and say, you are the leaders, you are the teachers, please teach us. Any second, it's about to come out of the closet, and that's it. The secrets will be out fully, and not only that, the Rebbe says, so start teaching everybody the secrets, because this, this, your status is embedded in those secrets of who you are, and who we are, and who they are, and who's Yaakov, who's Asaph. Who is it? What's their relationship? So don't keep... I'm telling you, I give you permission to tell the world all the secrets. The faster you tell them the secrets, the faster they'll treat you the way you're supposed to be treated. Right? Make sense? So don't. this is not supposed to be a secret anymore. So, um, so the main yichud of the, of the Jewish people with Hashem in which we come one unit is in Yemaisa Mashiach, and then you will have, you'll see it. How will you know we're one unit? The sun and the moon will be equal. That's the difference. The sun and the moon will be equal. We will not be just like the moon that's a receiver. You know, I don't have my own power. I have to have them give, have to have the sun give me its power. But we will be on equal footing. You can even tell from my tone of voice, I don't like it, right? You know, I'll just ask my husband, am I allowed to buy, what do you think? Is it okay if I buy a real boundary? No, I don't agree. Oh, okay, right? It's, <laughs> no, it's beautiful when you see people do that. <laughs> we just download the, re- you know, print out all the research and put it on the on his desk. You know, and don't say anything. And then he's like, hey, you know, I think you should buy a rebounder. Oh, sure. That's a, you know, or buy him one for his birthday and say, I got it for you. And then he's like, ah, okay, why don't you use it? Oh, okay. Right? <laughs> so because the old way is the old Yaakov Avinu is small and the Jewish people is small and quiet, the old way is was, please, nations of the world, just let us Stay in your land. We just want to quietly live our lifestyles. We're not going to make any trouble. And please, don't don't throw us out of the, uh, your land. Just allow us to stay here quietly. We won't bother anybody. I actually heard somebody give such a sheer 
this somewhere in a certain place. So that's all we want. And I thought, what? No, we don't. We want to make as much trouble as possible. We came to make noise. We don't want to, you know, if I'm going to move to New Zealand, I didn't move to New Zealand to sit there quietly and, you know, I won't bother anybody. I'm coming to make trouble. I'm coming to turn everything upside down and teach them the secrets of Tyra. They'll never be the same. Right? Your husband said, don't. <laughs> said, don't, 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 you know, don't upset <laughs> the balance. Right, balance. So, Yudkes Kisle begins the upsetting of this balance. The secrets are out. Boom! Everything totally changes. So, we become one with Hashem. Now, Hashem is eternal, which means, and he has no limitations, which means he can do anything. And he can have anything, including the idea that, well, let's say, sorry, so if I am one with Hashem, not only can I do anything, I can have anything. I want that when, right, I want that I should arrive home with my car, go on the app, have somebody pick it up, go to Manhattan, and have somebody come and meet me there. I'll tell them they'll be watching. When I get there, they immediately meet me. I jump out of the car. They jump into the car. They do valet parking, etc. And then they bring back the car when I need it. And maybe it's even the same price as a parking lot. Why should, why should I... Why should I struggle? That means I go with that certainty of I can have it. Now, again, if we're having it for purposes of fighting Hashem, Shalom, like I don't need God. I have an app on my phone. What do I need God for? Whatever I need, I get. If we're doing it for that reason, then no. But if we're saying, wait, Hashem, we're doing, I'm doing this for you. We're doing this for each other. I have an appointment on the 10th floor in such and such a building, and you want me to have that appointment. We're doing this together. We need me to be able to just get rid of my car and not worry about it, get there quickly, give the car to somebody else, not worry about it. We need that. You and I need that, Hashem, right? Hashem says, yeah. I said, okay, so take my car, Hashem. So that's the difference between how could we dare to demand that Hashem gives us his power. It depends how you're going to use it. If you're going to use it to feel like you don't need me, you have apps, then I'm not going to help you. But if you use the apps, if we use the app together, right, then Hashem says, we need apps. We're creating apps. Why should we do why should we do it ourselves? We, we are creating apps to make us be able to be a unit, spend time with each other more. Hashem says, I'm gonna, you should waste 10 minutes parking your car. You could spend those 10 minutes thinking about me and I could spend those 10 minutes thinking about you. Why should we waste it on parking the car? Right? You know that once we, when we used to go to Jay Levine, we arrived. And we were very early. So, you know, you pay by the hour in the parking lot. So we said, is it, we could either go out on the streets and do Mosayim, or we could drive around and wait till the time and then go to the parking lot. And then we thought like this. So for the extra, whatever it costs, we will go out and we will do a little Mosayim, which means we'll likely change somebody's life forever and ever and ever and all the generations that come from them. So we asked, we asked to do like a, a joke. 
think that's worth $8 to change somebody's life forever and ever and ever and all the generations to come from them. We said, oh, yeah, 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 I guess that's worth $8. But we pay the $8 and we park the car. That's what we're up to today. We have such power. I think it was really $4. For $4, you can change generations. Now, wow, that's a good deal. Hey, you want to change generations? Sure. How much will it cost? $4. All right. Let's go for it. So that's why Hashem is saying, comes along and go test kiss slave. It's the beginning of your power becomes my power. We're in business together. We're in this together. You have as much, I'm going to give you as much power. We're, we're marrying each other. I'm going to give you as much power as I need. How are we doing for time? Okay. So, we didn't get to the question. I think we're going to get to it now. Why is it in the second half of the month? Right. So this whole thing is emphasized. Everything that we just said is emphasized in the fact that this beginning, Yotes Kislev, Rosh Hashanah of Chassidus, Chagah Chagim, is the beginning, the beginning of the revelation of the marriage between us and Hashem comes in the second half of the month. So the long introduction. So now, we have to ask ourselves, why does it fit in the second half of the month? The light is getting weaker. So what's happening in the second half of the month that, that exactly fits this marriage? Okay, so yesterday we used this example of um, you go to a concert, you stand outside, and you see that um, they're around the block. Wow, they're so popular. Then the next hour, they're more around the block. And two blocks and three, they're so popular. And then at some point, you don't see anybody standing on the street. And you think, wow, they're not popular anymore. But then you realize they're inside. So here is the question. What is happening in the second half of the month? Is everything going down? Nope. Something's going up. Okay. What's going down? What's decreasing? The light, the visible light. What's increasing? The essence of things. The marriage. What's getting stronger in the second half of the month? The marriage between us and Hashem. And that's why everything goes inside. Yes. Right. We're saying, we're saying that in the second half of the month, you see less light. Light is only one thing. There's more to life than light. There's more to life than how I look. In other words, it, I really don't want to go out with eyeliner smudged on my face. But there is more to my life than that. When I'm by myself in my house and I'm thinking, nobody really cares if my eyeliner is smudged because nobody is looking. What do I, like, what do I have going on then? Oh, so I've got this powerful relationship with Hashem. And he says, it's fine, it's fine, you know. You know, like, I don't wear eyeliner when I sleep, right? Hashem's not into eyeliner. <laughs> I'm saying there's more to life than what I accomplish and how much light. As much as we're into and, and, and the rebel wants a shining light, there's something even stronger than that. It's not what I do. It's what I am. 
you know, you can go to a party and say, hi, what's your name? My name is Melissa. So what do you do? Oh, I'm the editor of this and this magazine. That's one question. But in the, in the 60s, we never, we never asked, what do you do? We just like, so what's your essence? What are you all about, really? Because what you do is going to change, when you, right? Especially in this generation. There's more to life than what I do. It's who am I really? That's why you see by the Rebbe, you know, the Rebbe sending shluchim to sit in prison to go to, to, to go to jail for two days of Yontif and spend it. Remember, there's somebody that I know, she and her husband, the first year of marriage, they used to, they spent Rosh Hashanah in jail and this and that with really yucky criminals who did really, really, really not okay things. So why would you give up your Rosh Hashanah for people who did, who are doing things that Hashem doesn't want? If their whole value is what they do, Nobody should give up their Rosh Hashanah to sit with these bad doers. They do bad things. They don't do good things. So obviously, so why does the Rebbe send Shluchim to go and sit in prison with people or, or go there, miss the Hanukkah, whatever? Because the Rebbe says, I mean, I want you to do things, but that's not what's most important to me. What's most important to me, says the Rebbe, is who you are. You're a precious Jew. In fact, being a precious Jew, you do not have to do anything. Doing is good. But if you do nothing and you sit a whole day and eat chocolate bonbons an entire day, but you're a Jew, you can spend 90 years like that. That's fine. It's better if you do stuff. But literally, imagine a Jew. Never ate kosher in his life, God forbid, like, just all day long, sits and eats candies. You know, for 90 years, that's, you know, he wakes up in the morning, eats a bunch of sugar. You know, it's not going to last till 90 if he eats a bunch of sugar all day. But, so he, you know, whatever, whatever it is, just sits around, does nothing all day long for 90 years, doesn't do any mitzvahs. Does he have any value for Hashem? Hashem says, oh my goodness, I love him to pieces. I'm crazy about him. He didn't do anything. Okay, okay, so whatever. We'll get him, we'll get him on track. It's not about what we do. It's more about, so what's your, what, do, what are you? Meaning, in fancy language, what's your essence? You're Doing is even better. Like, once, once you're going to be this precious Jew that Hashem is gaga in love over, it's even better if you do stuff. Because why waste your, why waste your talent? Plus, but without doing anything all your life, you know, that's why I remember when you'd be pregnant and they'd say, you don't have to do anything, you just be pregnant. You know, you sit around like a blob on the couch like, oh, I don't have the energy to do anything. So it's okay, dear, just sit, just sit and do nothing. Well, what am I doing? What do you mean? You're... So as a yid, just, you can sit and do nothing. Just be. Okay. Second, I mean, just reveal your essence. What's my essence? I am a piece of Hashem. I'm in a wedding with Hashem. That's it. That's what's going on in the second half of the month. First half of the moon month, I'm shining. I'm the editor of Women's Expression magazine. That's in the first half of the month. And every day, 
and now I'm the CEO. First, I work my my way up. I write articles. I this, I that, and now I'm the CEO. Till they <laughs> listen, Lahavil, Steve Jobs created Apple Computer, and they fired him from his own company, and he created it. Right? He he was a good doer, Lahavil. Right? He was a good doer, and they got rid of him. So. There's more to life than doing. So the second, the second half of the month is about getting fully, stepping fully into being, being in this marriage with Hashem. In order to really be, you have to, by definition, your light is going to be decreasing because it's all going inward. It's all going inward. We're working on the marriage, right? Whatever it is, you know, Hashem and I are Shmana Esrei. Somebody can walk into Shul. They never saw a Shul before. And they're like, ah, oh, nobody's doing anything over here. Everybody's just standing around, you know. Don't you guys do anything? Like, you know, this is some kind of, nobody's singing. Nobody, they're just all standing around. So it's the only time anybody's quiet. <laughs> everybody's just standing because they're being, they're stepping into a relationship with Hashem. That's the second half of the month. The moon, the receiver, starts getting closer and closer and closer to its giver, to the mashpia. They start, the marriage starts getting stronger and stronger and stronger and stronger and stronger. And that's why she, the moon, is decreasing in her light, but she's increasing in getting into that union, that marriage. So it looks like nothing's happening. Are you kidding? Nothing's happening. Everything's happening. Everything's happening. By the way, that's why all of these 18-year-olds who created all these apps, they're just like sitting around, you know, playing computer games, and all of a sudden it comes to them. They're not geniuses. They're not smarter than us. Or they take a nap, and they wake up, and they have this idea. They're just downloading all this, you know, these these amazing things are coming to them from above, but they're just sitting around watching TV or whatever they're doing. You know, they're 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 figuring out. Have you ever been in a house with somebody? I remember there was this young man, and he was up in his room. It was at my friend's house, and all of a sudden he ran downstairs. He said, "I cracked the code! I cracked the code!" You know, he cracked who knows what code on whichever. You know, they love cracking codes. He said, "I cracked the code! I figured out how to," you know. That's it. You just sit there. Mayor Abbasera says it. In his book, The Possible Man, he said, you're just going through life and you don't realize that you're increasing without realizing in wisdom day by day by day. Just by going through life and, you know, being connected to Hashem. And one day you come to the point where they ask you if you can crack the code on a certain thing. And you realize that you can, and you don't know how you became so wise. You just, after all those years, arrived there. That's one of the reasons you're supposed to stand up for a person over age 40. He's just hanging around for 40 years. If he's learning Tyra, by the time he got there and then reached 60 and 70, 80, all that, he's got something going on that's not so visible, like the second half of the month that's very, very, very powerful. The lights will go on, 
in Yemaisa Mashiach, and boom, all of a sudden, you're, you're, you're going to realize who you became that you didn't realize that you became that. That is what is happening in the second half of the month. So if there's any yuntif that should be, that's going to come out in the second half of the month, it's going to be your test kisle. That's how it's all synced up. Okay. So to end off with something a little bit cabalistic, so don't get scared if, if, um, if you hear it, but it's, it's a little bit of a nice little spice. The question is, we understand now, at least begin to understand that the darker half of the moon, the month is the time, and we'll talk about it more when it comes to Hanukkah, but the darker half of the month is the time when it's dark because you're not seeing visible light. You're not seeing action, but you're seeing the essence of things. You're seeing the marriage of us with Hashem increase. At the, the moon is coming closer to the sun. The Makabal is coming closer to the Messiah. We as the Jewish people are coming closer to Hashem, coming closer to that union. That's on the rise. That's on the increase in the second half of the month. Remember we said at the beginning of the week, the second half of the month, the days are amazing. Yod Ches is high and Yod Zayin is tight and, and Chaf is Keter, crown, and Chaf Aleph is Ach Yisrael, and, and Chaf Ches is Kayach, and Chaf Vav is Yud These are amazing days in the second half of the month. This is not a wimpy half of the month. It's more powerful half of the month, even though you don't see any visible light from the moon. Because something more dynamic than what you, than, than how you look is being expressed and created in the second half of the moon. It's what your essence is. That's a fresh, brand new energy created on the spot in the moment by being in a union with Hashem. You become a co-creator more and more and more through the energy of the second half of the month. More and more and more. So, that explains it. And then just one last little question. So why on Yud Tes? What is it about Yud Tes? Why the 19th of the month? Well, if anybody's interested, um, Rabbi Wolf did a whole shear on Yud Tes Kislev about COVID-19 um, as connected to Kislev 19. Yud Tes Kislev, 19th of Kislev, 19th COVID. COVID-19 Kislev 19. It's really fascinating. He had a very kind of personal reason why he was speaking about it. I guess COVID was on the rise in California, and so it was very personally applicable, and so he spoke about it, and it's really quite fascinating in his last, his most recent um, video. So I'm just going to end with this. Why you test? Because there's a way of spelling out the name of Hashem, Yudke Vavke, that it's Yud and Hey and Vav and Hey. If you add them all together, it's 26. But if you spell it as Yud, you know, spell Yud, Hey, you know, Yud, Yud Vav Dalad, Hey, Hey Aleph, uh, then Yud again, Yud Vav Dalad. Spell it out long. Just leave off the first letter. I know this has, leave off the first letter of each one. And what are all the rest of the letters? It's a Yud Dalad and it's an Aleph and a Yud Dalad and etc. Add all of those up together. And what do you come up with? 19. 
meaning the part of God's name, if you spell out God's name longhand, the letters that, that constitute his name that you don't see, they're behind the scenes. The part, the spelling it out long, the parts of his name that when you spell it out, you don't see that part, the hidden part, that actually adds up, that adds up to 19. So 19 is the hidden energy in the revelation of the essence of Hashem, of Yudke Vavke, that that's what it's all about. Hidden energy that you don't see yet. You have to have a, a special frequency, a special sense of being able to see into the hidden domain. That is what we get from Yudtes Kisley, from, from the revelation of Chassidus. You have to have that special energy, and when you do, you can see into the hidden realms. The hidden realms are denoted by the code number 19. So with that, by the way, for homework, we can all go home and think, now let's analyze everything about COVID-19. What's the hidden code embedded in COVID-19? What's that all about? Where is it taking us? Somebody once suggested, we don't know, that it perhaps alters the DNA. We're all thinking about altering the DNA these days. Perhaps it's a virus that alters the DNA so that it puts a person receptive to a higher spiritual frequency. I don't know. No one did the research yet. There hasn't been a grant yet for such a PhD. Anybody want to do it? Uh, you have to figure out where to apply for the research money. It can, it could be that Three years from now, maybe as we speak, maybe somebody's researching the DNA. Maybe they will do DNA tests. Maybe they will find that anybody who had it had this DNA upgrade. We don't know. There's some weird reason from a divine point of view why everybody had to get it. So, and why the wiser, older people just have to be careful how they get it. Again, I'm making this up, so we don't know. But all we want is to, we're going to take that on for homework. Where does it impact? But all we know is 19, Yud Tes Kisley. 19 is a code for the concealed domain, that power, that domain of personal godly power that enables you to become a co-creator. And it's all undercover, all concealed. You have to open your eyes, as the Rebbe says, and use your eyes to see, ears to hear, and heart to understand. And what are you going to see? You're going to start to experience the power of the 19, the hidden co-creative power that Hashem is giving us in these moments that comes out through the revelation of Hasidus. So may we merit to step into that moment. It's tomorrow night. Yudtes Kislev, to step, 19, hidden, Kislev, hidden and revealed, Tuf Shin Pei Aleph, wonders un, uncovered, unmasked, it's an, it will be an amazing 24 hours, or Yudtes 19 and 20 is a Kislev, 48 hours that will explode the world with truth in a way that it never could have before. Keep your eye on the news and see what happens in the days following then. And we're going to see miracles upon miracles. Please, God, the miracle of the Gula Midas immediately now.